Join Planet Fitness and get the PF Black Card. Access 2,000 plus locations and bring a friend. $1 down, $24.99 a month. Join in club or online and get the PF Black Card today. See club for details. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Broads. Well, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> what is that wrong? I don't know why. Why is that happen so naturally? Wait, wait. Well, it's hello. In- well, hello, Mrs. Is that Mrs. Doubtfire? I feel like there's a there's a show or a movie that is talking. Like they're imitating Mrs. Doubtfire, and that's what my brain. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Well, well hello. <laughs> well, hello, broad. Hello, broad. It's so weird. I'm talking without um the headphones on because I have lice <laughs> or I had lice or I hope I had them. I hope it's past tense, but I'm sure there's probably one still hanging. Oh. Hanging out. I'm so sorry. So, it is a huge. Yeah. I have never gotten lice. It is a fear of mine. Um, and I've gotten it all, sweetie. I've gotten bed bugs. I've gotten lice. I've gotten. Oh yeah, scabies. you have gotten bed bugs. We were just bed talk- bugs is the worst. That one definitely feels very um uh obtrusive to me to know that I am laying amidst the bugs. Honey, not to mention they can survive for like up to six months without a human host. Okay, first of all, don't call yourself a host. I know it's disgusting, <laughs> it's so right? Scary. <laughs> This is so gross. <laughs> the human host, the flesh, <laughs> feed upon me. <laughs> um, yeah, so bedbugs are really fucking hard to get rid of. And basically the only thing that kills them is like crazy chemicals or heats above 120 degrees. So sometimes they'll literally tent off your house and just crank up the heat. Just and you make take it the pets so and plants hot. Out. That's really wild. Bugs give me the creeps because they are so alienish to know that they feast upon... When, when they're so tiny, they you don't you you don't figure out that they're there until it's really a problem. Yes, it is so disconcerting to know that they that they've been there for a while. Yeah, then to they've know, been there a while. You know, oh, it's how chills. many spiders that you swallow in your lifetime. Uh, when you're laying in bed and you wake up and you have like bug bites on you that you're like, oh, I was laying with buggies that were sucking my, my blood. So itchy, just thinking. I'm about so that. sorry. You know, I the bugs give me the creeps, but um, we were talking before we hopped on the podcast that I feel like um, Ember would be really excited to get lice. Oh my god! And my daughter Ember is obsessed with hold like just collecting bugs and holding bugs, and if she found out she was a host, <gasps> she would love it. <laughs> now. The lice, you know, it's honestly not that big of a deal because you do like one big treatment and get everything out and it's gross and all that. Does it hurt a treatment? Does it burn? No, you just use it. Well, you the biggest part of the treatment is you got to comb through every inch of your hair with a knit comb to make sure you get out all the eggs. I feel like this is a triggering conversation. Like I am, I am getting goosebumps all over and getting yeah, anxiety. Yeah, I don't love it, but I am. But um, I've never, I've never experienced. So I am interested. Basically, like you have to comb through and get out all the eggs because the eggs won't die with like a chemical treatment. Okay. Usually, it just kills the live ones. So you have to alternate between doing that because you have to kill the live ones, but then maybe you might miss some eggs, and so they might hatch, and then you have to kill those. So you want to be doing, you know, treatments and checking. No, every my, day for a couple of weeks, but then it's kind of over. Once well, if you, you do, if you're treatment. thorough over a week or two, but like something like bed bugs, if you don't get that shit under control, it will. It's it's so bad. It's so bad. 
It's so bad. Scabies is horrible too. That was like one of the worst things. Have ever. you ever had a tick? No, that's the one thing I haven't had. Okay, I haven't had a tick either. I've I really haven't gotten any. I mean, Parasitic other than things. yeah, you know, I I do I collect bug bites like the best of them. Mm. Whatever is in my blood or whatever I ingest, I you know, you take me anywhere and I'm covered mm. head to toe when everyone else is like completely fine, mm. but never anything that's like invaded the home. Even though we did Lucky. have that weird fly situation recently, remember that? Ew! I had like a weird like infestation. There was like a weird type of fly that looks like a like a a house fly but they were there was like a ton in my house Ugh. and i thought it was the pit of hell by the way this was happening while like all the fires were raging so like, in los the angeles this yes. is no i was like oh this is the new locust it's the flies that are oh coming and they're all in my house and these types of flies they move very slowly which is then creepy and they all like go in one area mm. and i would like i'd kill a hundred flies and then I'd go to the bathroom and come back and there'd be like 50 more in the same area. Oh my God, stop. I'm not joking. That's gross. It was horrible, but it lasted for about 48 hours. And I wept. Weird. <laughs> and they just I left? Um, I, I don't know like what I did to get rid of them. I was calling, I was calling like... Um, calling upon the name of the Lord? I was calling upon the name of the Lord. I was <laughs> blasting worship music and I was just like, be gone out of this house in the name of Jesus. Flee this place. Oh God. And flies I don't handle well. No, flies are gross. Uh-uh. Um, what about termites? I guess I've, I've been, I've had termites at like when I lived with my parents. I had termites come out of a table the other day in oh, my yeah. You said that. That's so creepy. It's so gross. Yeah, I'm not a fan of term. Yeah, just the bugs in general. Love me a caterpillar. Yeah, cute ladybugs. Love a ladybug. Butterflies. Butterflies. I mean, all the cute ones. Dragonflies. Love a dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Um, love a roly poly. I don't even mind worms. No, worms, worms are, are fun. Fine. Worms are I like really roly polies too. I used to like let them crawl on my hands. Oh, I guess yeah. they could be gross, but we have the love bugs all around here. Those weird little beetles. Yeah, that Ember collects. Are They're those everywhere. the pretty green ones? No. Those are Japanese beetles. Oh, the, the big I green love ones those. are incredible. Scary when they like fly at your face. Yeah, I don't think that they can see. They're just blind I, flying that's around. I, that's, that's like a rumor that I remember <laughs> hearing as a child that they're like, they can't see. That's why they bump into everything. Oh, well, they probably have their freaking ant. Like, yeah, I mean, bugs don't have eyes. <laughs> I think a lot of bugs have eyes. <laughs> It's the important conversations in life, people. <laughs> no, like but like flies, for instance, they have like kaleidoscope eyes, so they can't really see where they're fucking going. It's their antennas. That's what antennas are for. True, 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 true. But also they they <laughs> do have those. I mean, the, they do have the kaleidoscope yeah, eyes. Yeah, that's true. This seems confusing. They just have I don't feel like it's very helpful. This is what. OK, this was my whole point of why I find bugs to be creepy, because I feel like they are the closest thing to aliens on this planet. Totally. Because like they can they have their them. I mean, yeah, they're crazy. But they looking. have their kaleidoscope eyes. They also then have their antennas. So they have all way more senses than we do. The way flies crawl around. They're like, yeah, they like stick that they can be upside that they can fly that they can like lose, like like regrow certain parts. Like, why aren't there big I guess because of gravity and whatnot, but like, why aren't there big creatures like that? (laughs) Like huge ass bugs? Like giant spiders. Oh, I'm sure like, I mean, I don't know a lot about like the ancient of days, like millions and millions of years ago. But why would they die out? You think they'd be the most powerful creatures. Maybe they really are the aliens and, and aliens are what's running the simulation. And so they have their little friends who are like really controlling the earth. Yeah, I mean, you know the whole birds aren't real thing? I feel like bugs yeah. aren't real makes way more sense. 
Yeah. There like, are so many of them. Yeah. Have you ever stepped in an anthill? Horrifying. Also horrifying because what a beautiful system underground. Totally. But disgusting and creepy yeah. at the same time. But Especially yes, I, I agree. Ants. That'll like attack babies and stuff. So we've been talking about bugs, I think, for about 15 minutes. Okay. So we, we love a 15 minute bug rant. No, that's this is what this is what you come here for. Chatty broads, what? Bugs. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that we've been th- tossing around the idea of doing like these 10 minute segments where we talk about a topic. Yes. And maybe this is this is one like that. We kind of just did Wouldn't that. you guys love to hear us talk? I mean, I'm sure someone out there enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, what is it? Etymo- etymologist? Mm-hmm. The, all our etymologist broads are like, they're incorrect. They're spouting incorrect fact. <laughs> they don't know fucking shit about bugs. They don't know <laughs> Keep bugs' names out of your mouth. <laughs> but for real, I don't know a lot about bugs. Um. Anyway, so today, though. But today I'm excited because, you know, you and I, it has been many, many, many moons mm. since we had like a proper Ask Me Anything mm. broad episode. Mm, we, we went through a phase where we were doing a lot of questions and uh, it's, been a, it's been a while. And I yeah. feel like, you know... The year is wrapping up. And do you really Tragic. know us? <laughs> Tragic. So sad this year is over. Oh, can't wait for 2021. I was like, I laying in bed last that. night and oh. thought I was being all clever. I was like, but 2020, you know, you say you see things 2020. 2020 did give us clarity, a vision of like who we all are as a society and as people. And I was like, wow, that's so smart. And now I'm saying it. It's so a stupid. Really? <laughs> I was like, mm, that's so deep. <laughs> I just am scared anytime someone goes, oh, I can't wait for this year to be oh, over. Oh, yeah, don't say that. Say, don't I'm say like, that. No, don't, don't put that, don't put that bad, that bad energy out there because and then, that's what we fucking said about and 2019. And then Jessica and Yadu flashes through my head and she's like, this is only the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Brods, we're coming at you live. It's 2021. It's still not any better. <laughs> But The Bachelor, huh? We're twitching. The whole earth is scorched, but Chris Harrison remains. And that's how it's going to be. We're just like, we, yeah, we have like little cardboard mics. We're not even broadcasting to anyone. We're like, so this, on this week's episode. They're still, they're still having The Bachelor though, but everyone has like gas masks on and hazmat suits and like a gravity has left the earth. Yeah. That's what the bachelor just is. Everyone's gone, and there's a bachelor just trying to find someone to date, <laughs> just wandering the earth. Will he find love? No, any. Lo- Will he find a, another human? Oh, my, that's like Bachelor twenty thirty. And Chris Harrison will be obviously in outer space. He'll be on Mars because all the wealthy, you know, via Elon yes. Musk, are now going to be living on a colony yes. on Mars, and they'll be broadcasting from there and be like, oh, those those Earthlings, those poor Earthlings. Bachelor's just wandering around heaps of garbage, <laughs> sorting through stuff. This feels too real. I know it feels a little too real for me. So we need to move on from this. Okay, so we are gonna do an ask us anything. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to cover a lot of 
topics that we haven't uh, chatted about before. But before we hop into all of these questions, which, God, there's some really good ones. I'm extremely Mm -hmm. excited. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's have a conversation. Okay. If you are currently or have ever considered therapy, I don't need to tell you that the obstacles can be plentiful. The struggle to match with the right therapist, the time it takes to actually have the appointments, not to mention the expense. Unfortunately, something we all could use... um, is often out of reach due to cost. And that's why I love our friends at Talkspace. They're working hard to make prioritizing your mental health accessible to all. We're talking a fraction of the cost of traditional therapy people. You're going to start off by signing up online or downloading the Talkspace app, and you'll be able to start therapy that very same day with your new licensed therapist. And depending on the plan you choose, you'll be able to message and schedule. (coughs) Bless you. You'll be able to schedule live video sessions with your therapist. So no matter how perfect someone's life may seem or how together you may think that they have it, no one's perfect. I'm a firm believer that everyone, including Jess and I, Mm -hmm. can and have benefited from therapy. And it's nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about at all. I think it's something that everyone needs. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just nice to talk. And that alone can be unbelievably helpful. Oh, you know me. I will shout from the rooftops that my therapist is so, 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 so important to me. I can't recommend therapy enough to anyone who will listen. Uh, Something that is really special about Talkspace is the amount of therapists that they have available and how many specialties they cover. So uh, if you want to talk about anxiety, if you're wanting to discuss depression, trauma, disordered eating, substance abuse, you have so many different therapists who specialize in those areas to talk to. Um, You don't need to go through it alone. Yeah, and talking to my friends is really different from talking to a licensed therapist mm-hmm. who actually has the expertise and knowledge to give me practical guidance. Plus, it's like a third party who's not yeah, involved in your life. And that's exactly. nice. Uh, Talkspace gives us the support we need at an affordable price. And as a listener of Chatty Broads, you're going to get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, you can go to Talkspace.com or download the app. And make sure to use code Chatty to get $100 off your first month. And you can show your support for the show. That's code chatty at Talkspace.com. Uh, so if you listen to the show regularly, which we hope you do, then you've definitely heard us talk about HelloFresh because I am obsessed. And now that the weather is getting chilly, look at me with my blanket right now and you with your sweater. I know, freezing to death. Oh, so cold. <laughs> the mics are literally frozen over. Um, but the holidays are upon us. The chill weather is upon us. It's the perfect time to try out HelloFresh if you haven't, because to me, nothing says holidays like a warm, freshly cooked meal. And by the way, when we're talking about cold weather, we're talking about like 62 degrees. Absolutely freezing. (laughs) Break out the skis, people. Um, But what you're saying is really true because, you know, for Gray and I, date night has looked a little different lately. Sure. Of course, because of restrictions, but also because being a new mom to two means your Friday nights look a little different than you had planned. But we've been able to have a lot of mini at-home date nights thanks to HelloFresh, and we can pop open a little bottle of wine, start in on a new recipe we haven't tried yet. And it's been a super fun way for us to spend quality time together. Also, I like saving the little recipes and you can yeah. you can make them on your own if you want to yeah, later on too. I've actually learned how to make things because yeah. of it that I never would have known otherwise. Um, if you haven't had a chance to try HelloFresh yet, consider this a sign. HelloFresh makes it so easy to eat delicious and nutritious meals without all the stress. They deliver fresh, high quality, pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. The hard part is done for you so you can enjoy the cooking and of course the eating. And their plans are really easily modified. 
minutes. So if you need to pause delivery or change delivery dates, it's done in seconds, not complicated. HelloFresh thinks of everything to make cooking amazing meals as simple as possible. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 80chatty and use code 80chatty and you're going to get $80 off, including free shipping. Again, for $80 off, including free shipping, go to HelloFresh.com slash 80chatty and use code 80chatty. All right. Well, I'm going to start us off with a bachelor question right off the cuff because I am curious. Okay? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone sent in who from bachelor nation is most compatible for Evan and gray. So wow. Who do what you, a good question. A great question. And I'm just like, first of all, so many options. <laughs> me, me. I'm the best. Na- I'm the best bachelor nation option for gray. I mean, very that is true. cute. What if I said you for Evan? Would you feel uncomfy with that? I just think it wasn't true. Well, you never know. Yeah. Evan Let's ask are- Evan. Bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> Evan and I are just too similar. I get, yes. We get so annoyed at each other so fast. You guys have a lot in common. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, like this, I could just see being like, this needs to, we're going to go live in separate cities now. One of the questions that's on here is what annoys, what annoys you and I the most about each other. And- <sighs> For me, with you, uh-huh. it's the thing that makes me crazy with Evan yeah. too. I'll yeah. tell you, we'll we'll get into that one. <laughs> oh, great. But because you guys, it's reminds yeah, us, it's a similarity. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, and for new listeners, Jess and Gray are both Libras, mm-hmm. and Evan and I are both Aquariuses. <laughs> it's so it's funny. crazy. Air signs. Yes. Um, this is wind, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> sound effects. And we, did you guys know we have sound effects on the podcast now? <laughs> I do wish sometimes that we had um, like audio clips. Like if we had someone smart here who knew yes, how to do that. Yes. Well, if, if Evan would just actually sit in, which I tell him that he's like, I can sit in and like add in stuff for you. But sometimes I'm like, but I want to talk about your I know. balls. I know. And I don't want to get those eyes at me. It would be hilarious, though, having him laugh at us in the background. Andrew, maybe we should maybe we should try it out a couple times. Yeah, we see how that. it goes now that he's, you know, that he's been home for the past nine mm-hmm. months. Hmm. Okay, so most <laughs> compatible, yeah, not me for Evan. And if not me for Gray, then let's think about this. I think. Okay, we got to limit it to like the past, maybe like few seasons. Or like big names, maybe. Sure. Like big bachelor. We don't want to make it folk. like super obscure. Yeah, that's it's it's so tough. Okay, I'm, so tough. I'm thinking through my season. I'm looking on Instagram right now because I'm yeah. like, I'm going to, you know, I'm your girl's going to blank out if I don't see. Um, Through your season, I'm thinking uh, Peter's season, I really can't. Oh, God. Oh, I know who Evan would want to be with. I know exactly. I know know immediately. Who? And I actually think that they'd be, it it would make sense to me. Who? Um, So Elise from Colton season, the redhead. Oh. Evan had heart that would eyes. be hot evan had heart eyes as soon as he started watching mm-hmm. colton season he was like uh and then it would it would be funny because he tried to act he was like well she's just you know she's very she's very beautiful very very beautiful woman <laughs> it's like what my dad says you know my dad <laughs> yeah. is like oh you know she's very very attractive woman <laughs> i'm like evan <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and now her and i actually have like an insta friendship and then we'll chat back and yeah. forth and the more I get to know her, I'm like, mm. oh, if I wasn't in the picture and mm-hmm. Evan got to meet her, he would be like, ooh, my goodness. If he, would, She's one of the few people that I could imagine if he was single and she was the bachelorette that he would be maybe like, Whoa. yeah, come on. 
Mm-hmm. Gray just is like, oh, Hannah Brown looks really good in those leather shorts. <laughs> like that's like those. That's like the shit that Gray says. You know, <laughs> Evan will say, Evan will say that when he's not actually in love with someone. That's what I'm saying. I'm he, like, I wonder who Gray would even like because all I hear about is he's like, oh, she's hot. Yeah, Maddie Pruitt has an ass. Like, yeah, oh yeah, he was into Maddie, huh? Yeah, looks wise. Looks wise. I mean, I, she's not. I, that wouldn't work. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't work personality wise. <laughs> I really don't know who Gray would. I feel like someone from Nick's season, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel Do you. I mean, you feel like he would probably really like Rachel. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I feel like um, who that girl. That girl who ended up with the one who's why can't I think of her name? I follow her. She's in Canada with the boyfriend from from Paradise, and they were always perfect. Oh, Astrid, Astrid. Oh yeah, I could see him liking Astrid. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also thinks that Jade's really beautiful Mm. too. Oh, even though he looks like Jaden, someone said that Grayson looks like Jaden Tanner's, like he could be their child, (laughs) and it's it's totally true. Please, someone, someone, Photoshop this and so, have Gray like, as their new baby. He looks a lot like both of them. He does, like the that's freckles actually, in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, that would make sense to me. That would make sense to me. Now that you're saying Astrid too, I'm thinking, oh yeah, Evan also was very much in love with Nick's Vanessa. He also might like Kaylin. Oh yeah, I'm just saying that because it's like working with Dean and her. Mm-hmm. They have similar like interests so i mean now who would have thought we we like clown so hard on the idea yeah that, but at the end we're like they're probably gonna last and, a long and now time. look at them i mean truly the, the content that's being put out by the two of them is just mm. 10 out of 10 mm. so i don't know As, uh, yeah astrid and kaylin were kind of the two that came to mind but who knows i can't really ever really tell with him yeah i could see those ones for sure so then i would say yeah, at least for evan or maybe vanessa who's very much into vanessa mm. too Speaking of which, the guys, I know we mentioned it on this past episode, but when the guy, the guy's responses when Jojo walks in the room, I mean, none of them can even hide it. Zach is like trying to look at the wall so that he's not making eye contact. No, Zach, Zach is so intentional about like, and then, and then at one point she walks out and he was just like, thanks so much for this pleasure to see you. (laughs) I know. Absolute pleasure. And Noah, every single time, it's so obvious. He's just like... Big old puppy grin. He might as well just run into her arms. I know. Brendan looks very excited, too. And that's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of the guys are are very obviously... My face would look the exact same way. She would walk in and I'd be like... Do you think that Evan um, would ever ironically date Corinne? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 100%. You know he would for sure ironically date Corinne. Because obviously when Corinne was on Nick's season he was obsessed yeah. with her yeah now he was had the hard eyes during nick season for rachel and vanessa mm-hmm. um but corinne he like he couldn't get over mm-hmm. it's just like who is this person mm-hmm. and if, so then of course he would went down like a spiral obsession with just when you know she was his queen but he actually was <laughs> in love with two others but for sure <laughs> ironic dating i feel like if evan and i ever uh broke up that he would only date ironically yeah you know he would never fall in love again. <laughs> <laughs> he would be lost forever. 
without me. Absolutely miserable. Mm. So it could only be ironic dating. Oh my God. I mean, Gray would actually probably like Becca. Probably. Well, I don't know though. So his mom, when someone said that he was dating Becca from The Bachelor, she thought it was Becca, Becca K. K. And she was like, I don't see her personality. No, now that I'm thinking nah. about it, like I think I'm sure he thinks she's beautiful, but like personality wise, you both are very different. That's true. And I couldn't see him with someone vastly different from you personality wise, to be honest. He likes, you know, gorgeous, fun. He loves stunning, quirky, intelligent. Humble. Thoughtful, interesting, dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> so, if there's anyone else in Bachelor Nation like that, probably them. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the question dies here. <laughs> anyway, anyways, um, um, should we do one more Bachelor question yes. before diving into? Okay, there's a couple. There's a couple great ones, but um, ooh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. Which Bachelor Nation couple would you have a threesome with? Ooh consensually okay this is like it's weird because then there's like the people that you probably would be most likely to actually have a threesome with if you guys were all out together you know oh yes so it's kind of weird like yes like like who would you like logistically what would probably actually i don't want to answer this question this is weird really do you want to skip it (laughs) (laughs) okay you answer well, I feel like I know what your answer would be, but I, but I whisper it to me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like probably the most, mo- those are realistic. Yes. One. Yeah. Yeah. And that's weird. Yeah. It's maybe it's too close to <laughs> say that. That's weird. Um, well, for me, um, <laughs> I, you know, uh, ooh. Ooh, uh, mm, mm, I have it. I'm like, so no, I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, Bachelor Nation couple that's still together. If they're broken up, then definitely Lauren Chris and, and Crystal. Mm. Same. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Chris and Chris and Chris and Crystal and Lauren and Ari all together. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a fever dream. Um, <laughs> I feel like I actually had that dream last week. It's all coming back to me now. Um, um, who I would actually want to? Oh, oh my god! The from the from the goat episodes, the 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 couple that were like always. He was really hot. Them. That's the who I want to have a threesome with. The original Trista and Ryan. Yes. Yes. I want to have a threesome with Trista and Ryan. Oh my god, hundred percent. There's so much love there. Yeah, I want to be <laughs> a part of that. You're like, I want to feel that love and that energy. Yes. Yeah. You know what? There's no other. There's no correct answer except Trista and Ryan. And I do it like back then. Now, anytime, anytime. Um. Oh, I know who I want. Who? Uh, Chris and Lauren Zima. I hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you for that. No, oh, but, Chris and so Andy. you could report on like you could do a tell all about what it's like having sex with them. Yeah, because I feel like what would happen was they'd probably both fall in love with me. And then it would be like this very like harrowing journey of like trying to not break their hearts. That's so awkward. I you know what I mean? Happens. It's so hard when people fall in love with you. And so then, you know, it would be a lengthy journey for me. And I feel like I could get a really good tell all a, a long book out of That's it. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And at least some good podcast episodes. 
Okay, Jess took a pee break, but she came running back in and said, I know who I want yeah, for the I had Yeah, I had to use the restroom really quickly. Um, and it, it dawned on me as I was on the toilet. Perfect bachelor nation threesome. Don't at me. There's no other one that's better, even beyond Tristan Ryan. Barb and Peter. Again, Singer, I hate Weber. you so much. <laughs> that's there is, so disgusting. There is so much love. And I can guarantee you, I know for a fact that that is the wildest bedroom in all of Bachelor Nation. You know, that is the wildest <sighs> bedroom. Sweet Nums? I don't want to witness it. <laughs> Sweet Nums? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I just imagine a lot of whipped cream. Too much. Too much whipped cream. At least she you knows she'd probably be enthusiastic about you being there. Oh my God, she would do anything for her mans. <laughs> Honestly, now that would be the love. That would be the falling in love where it would be like, listen, we would forget about him, but Sweet Nums and I, it would what would what would happen is that then I would be her secret lover and she would have to hide it from Peter and Jack and now Kelly. And that would be tough because she would want me to be at all their family gatherings. <sighs> I'd probably have to go incognito as Jack's new girlfriend. <laughs> This is going to get really hard. It's going to get really complicated for us. You know what? Real shit, though. If Tasha and Brendan ended up together. Oh, I'm now. In. Like, I'm seriously in. That is. Like, that's a legit one. If Brendan and Tasha end up together. No other bachelor couple will be able to compete in. Sexiness. In sexiness and beauty. And just like coolness. So like low key and cool. Ugh. I'm so game for that. Have you ever actually been close to having a threesome with anyone? Um, or, or you have? No, I've never. Okay. <laughs> you, look, you were so excited. Um, yes, definitely. Actually, not a threesome. A foursome. Oh. Very close. Like two couples? Yes. It's happened. Mi- well, Evan and I get propositioned yeah, a lot. Say, I'm not talking about the weird people at the Palm Springs resorts. Yeah, we get propositioned a lot. Because um, you guys look like that fun swinging kind of couple. Yeah, apparently it's just it's always an option, and it's always you know n- typically not people of our choosing <laughs> that we're really you know that we're really game for. But <laughs> there was one time where it was like it definitely felt like it was almost there. I don't know how I'd. F- was it you and Evan when you guys were married? Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't too complicated. Know. Too complicated. Too complicated. Because were they not strangers? They weren't strangers. Yeah, that's it's, where it's, shit gets so I'm messy. not going to mess with that. I'm not going to mess with that. You know what you I mean? You need to have like some serious prior conversations before diving into something Yeah, like and that, that's you know? not something. No, 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 no. But um, but no, not a threesome, even though I'm not, not, I'm really not opposed to it. Yeah, never, never had a threesome. That surprise that surprises me about you. I would have thought that you would have. I told you before. I had, it was with like a lot of people. No, I know. But the threesome thing, see my mom always said with friendships, she's like you never want to have three best girlfriends. It never works out well. That's what mm-hmm. my mom would always say. And she said that when I was little and I still think it's true. Someone's always going to feel weirdly left out. Yeah. And for me, I I have the same mindset about threesomes. I'm not judging anyone else's, but for me, the dynamics are always the for I I feel like maybe I would be projecting this onto it, but there yeah. would always be something weird where someone's a little left out. Or I something. have a feeling that you wouldn't be the one who would be left out. Absolutely, <laughs> you'd be the star of the show. But then I would feel weird because yeah, then I would, wouldn't bad. want someone else to feel left out. Also, I think for me personally, the dynamic is weird of having someone like a a random with 
us and mm-hmm. our relationship. I don't for some reason that's just not hot to me. I, I don't really know. I don't really know why. I would I'm like super, super down as far as a threesome would go, but only uh if the third party was professional. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. That compl- I would I would second that. Yeah. Yeah. I would second that as well. But but other than that, it's yeah, it feels like it would get complicated. And you know, like your mom said with the three best friend thing, I you know, I in high school was part of a three a best triad. friend and I was the one who was always left out and it, it sucks. sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. The definitely the foursome I'd be more down for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also I would be totally down for a threesome with another guy. Sure. I have no, you don't even think twice. Don't care if he feels left out. Don't give a shit. If it's with a woman, I want to make, I want to make yeah. sure that she feels, I, I don't want to feel, I, just, ugh, just be my friend. You don't have to have sex with us. <laughs> Another guy. Yes. Down. Totally down. Grayson, not as down. So. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It would just have to be professional in both circumstances for me, I think. Maybe like in another country. Like that'd be kind of fun. Like if you were, like you guys are like on vacation in Amsterdam and mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, let's hire someone to come spice up our night. That sounds fun. It does sound fun. Okay, so um, some questions I'm looking at right now. Oh, this is a great one kind of with what we we're talking about. Okay. If you switched partners, what would annoy you and what would you love about them? Oh, 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 If you and I switch partners. So if you were with Evan, Evan, I was with Gray. Okay, okay. What would annoy me? And you what would and I Gray love? would never be together in real oh, life. Oh, absolutely not. Like never. No, not like a chance. Evan and I, that could maybe happen. If, if anyone, if we're both splitting up and anyone's getting together, it would be definitely more likely you and Evan. You guys would fight like crazy. It would, it would be definitely short three months is long it would be shorter than three it months. would be shorter but there's just no way that no. That, that gray and no. i now no. like best buds for sure uh-huh. like be like yep yep we're on the phone we're, we're catching up we're doing that i see but- zero sexual or romantic energy between the two uh-uh. of you no none no we don't have that at all no um what so would be your guys' strength? My though, my as favorite a my favorite thing um, between uh, Gray and I is our sexual energy <laughs> for other people, <laughs> for others. Oh no! But the question though is is what would annoy you and what would you love about them? Okay. Well, first of all, what I love uh, Gray makes me laugh really hard, mm. and I like that Gray. I think my favorite thing about Gray is that he's able to be like have very like low-key calm energy while also not not caring mm. do you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying because i feel like a lot of times people who like are are uh like just super like low-key like he's not apathetic right like they don't care yeah and then i'm just like why why, why isn't this bothering you why doesn't this, but he cares mm-hmm. and he's like hardworking and doing that shit but he also has very calm energy mm-hmm. the whole time i think that's one of my most favorite things about him mm-hmm. um what would annoy me the most think probably oh i know exactly and i think it's something that annoys you too what? when when we're conversationally and when we're having like a like a like a friend hang conversation and then he'll start like a new story and i'll be like hold on a second <laughs> we were going in this direction and now and everyone was on that page and then you just fully shifted <laughs> It's gotten Becca, so much better than when we started dating. And then Becca, I'll just watch Becca and just be like. <laughs> My eyes just glaze over and I feel dead inside. And I'm like, stop. I see for me, it would annoy me the most because I have a hard time 
as I'm getting old, this sounds so old, but truly tracking, tracking <laughs> where all of a sudden all, I'm forgetting way more. Oh. So then, yeah, frightening. Um, but like, I'll then fully forget what my whole point is, was with something I'm like, oh, I wanted to finish that because I was had that thought and now I'm fully forgetting. Did you ever watch that movie about the woman who got like early Alzheimer's dementia? What are you saying about me? Isn't that horrible? I That's hope that doesn't horrible. happen to you. <laughs> oh, I'm man, worried. I'm, I'm really worried about Evan, though, because Evan, Evan has like, I think he has like CTE because Evan, uh, like, like brain trauma. So he was in a lot of like high impact sports and he's had really gnarly concussions like six, seven oh, times. No like full blackout for like minutes. Oh, no. And now all of a sudden in the past six months, the the level of like forgetfulness is pretty insane. Wow. Or, and then all of a sudden he'll fully forget something and like zone out and I'll be looking at him and he just like, well then realize what he did. And he's like, I think it's the CTE. I'm like, stop it. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause he was in like, yeah, a lot that's of high horrible. impact. Yeah. That's why I'm very much like, guys, pr- pr- smash that like button. One prayer for Evan. <laughs> one like equals one prayer. <laughs> please (laughs) one sub equals one prayer (laughs) see that's that's why you don't put your kids in football okay for real or hockey in other countries they do rugby they're just smashing into each other with no helmets what on earth he would always skateboard without a helmet he'd fall Mm. and then he was in a football like then then he's just we're going skiing this year and I, as a teenager, was always like, I'm too cool to wear helmets when I snowboard. No. And my mom would make me wear it and I'd all take it off because I wanted to be cool. Yeah, of course, this year I'm like, I'm wearing my goddamn helmet. No, full body suit. Jeez. Don't don't hurt yourself. Um, What do you think you and Gray would accomplish, like, if you guys were together? I think Gray and I would be really, like, beneficial um, as a team if we'd be dealing with like a nonprofit, perhaps. I thought the same. <laughs> really? <shit. laughs> and my first thought, and then I was like, no, that's dumb. My same thought was like, you guys could start a nonprofit. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have like strengths that are similar um, when it comes to like, like, organizing we're, and like caring caring about yeah, similar things we're yeah. both we're both organized but we're also both we're i think we're able to tap into like people's like needs but this is heart. you guys you guys would have a non-profit and you would also be funneling money from that non-profit <laughs> to have your beach house like in fucking malibu it would be and a ski chalet listen this is the thing i think that gray and i both have in common and this is this libra energy mm-hmm. right you we care a lot about people but we're also bougie as fuck mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. also but not but the but gray is like doesn't appear bougie mm-hmm. but then he is bougie i mm-hmm. on the other hand he'd you have know. his surfboard collection because yes. that's all he taught he wants he'd have his surfboard collection you guys would have a good have a very nice house by the beach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i could just see it's like you guys would have a sexless marriage but you'd be sitting there like just dressed to the nines like how's the nonprofit <laughs> going sweetie and, and he'd be like, great, like, talk to you tomorrow. We would have a polyamorous, <laughs> like, a polyamorous situation or an open marriage in some way. We would never touch each other, but we would also probably never fight because our interests day to day are so different that he'd be like, I'm going to go surf for however long. And I'd be like, great, I'm going to go get 17 massages exactly. in a row. Bye. Yeah. And I feel like you guys would actually communicate pretty well, too. Yeah. And you could be like, look. And he could be like, look. And then mm-hmm. that would just be it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, um, we, 
I think we don't like we argue in a similar way. Now, Evan and I on the other hand would probably have like seven <laughs> podcasts between the two of us. You guys would start 30,000 businesses together. <laughs> All of them kind of shaky. <laughs> but I'm shaky still, but, but somehow successful. Mm, I like, like that. Like this is what would happen. Mm-hmm. Gray and I would put our heart and soul into one business and it would fail. You and Evan, I don't think 30,000 so. shaky ones and somehow they'd all be <laughs> successful. And be like, we each were running 15 different Instagram accounts on our phone at the same time. You know, we were switching between different accounts. Your Aquarian selves would be like having a different passion every month. But you guys oh would understand God. that about each other. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, no, we would literally have like 30 different podcasts straight up and it would just be. So the thing, the, back to the question, what would annoy you? What, what do you love about them? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I already know that annoys me about Evan isn't Evan. It's our dynamic because we always want to be the small, smartest person in the room. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's like, oh, I think it's like this. N- no, I mean, like, and, you know, you're trying to act like you're cool about it. This actually happens to us all the time. You guys, like, it happens. You guys posture up time. with each other all and, the yeah, time. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, Evan's like a foot and a half taller. But I find myself kind of being like, yeah, you know, squaring my shoulders up. It's like we're kind of mm-hmm. like, well, I thought it was actually like this. Well, yeah, but it's like this. Yeah, but are you sure? Because I think it's and we just like have to be the, the one who knows the most mm-hmm. about everything, which would just be so God damn infuriating on a daily basis. Oh, you mean just trying to like one up each other? Just even trying to have breakfast. It would be like, well, I'm using this. Well, did you know that hemp protein? Yeah, but actually the whole thing about soy protein being bad for you is not true. Like this would be our life. It would be an argument about everything. Every single thing. But never, but never. Super passive aggressive. Yes, yes. I was going to say never elevated. Oh, how horrible. Never elevated. Like, I would yell at Gray, but yeah. then we'd make yeah, yeah, up yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. quick. You and Evan would just be passive-aggressive with each other We're and very, very prideful people. So it's yes. also like... God, I love... That's such a turn-on for me about both of you two. God, I love that. So it would just be like, <laughs> I'm not going to lose my cool... Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, I get anxiety just thinking about it, actually. <laughs> what, what I love about Evan is the things I love about myself, too. <laughs> Driven. Passionate, smart as hell. Charismatic, hardworking. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, I bet, I bet we would have a crazy podcast. Yep, yep. Podcasts. Yeah, you guys actually um, probably have a really funny podcast together. We'd probably have a clothing line. We'd probably have, you know, we yeah, like you said, a million businesses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, actually, everyone probably helped me get off the ground with some of the stuff that I want to do. He is, so. He's very much um, wired in the way that he will... He comes up with you come up with more ideas and he will start more ideas. Ugh, I need more of that. In yeah, my life. he's great with that. And then, you know, but then as far as them staying, that's that might be a different it might be a different animal. <sighs> the longevity of that's it. That's why last year when last year, last week when I was like, guys, we've done over 200 episodes. That was like uh, blew my mind. Wildly shocking. I will say the other day, Evan said, and this is this is high praise. It's basically like him probably saying that's like him talking to himself but evan is a he's a hard like he won't sit and talk with everyone for a long time Mm -hmm. he's pretty here and there and whatever 
He said the other day that you were one of the very few people in the whole world that he's like, I feel like I could talk to Becca for three days straight. Oh my God. When we all three get to, when I come <laughs> over to your house to record, I always get home. I'll be like, I have a hard out at 345 guys. I got to <laughs> like miss traffic and get home to my kids. We'll sit and talk for easily for like yeah. an hour and a half. No problem. No, no. He's always like, I could talk to her for three hours. What like a, that. What a, no problem. Same thing with Evan. We yeah. could just about just everything talk. and just to see what you, what, what do you think about that? And the great thing about Aquarius is, is that I thought about how I had to say this on the podcast the other day. My opinion will change based on what I had for breakfast. Yes. Whether I got seven hours of sleep or seven hours and 15 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm talking not just my opinion on someone on The Bachelor. I'm talking about my opinion on politics, religion, the state of the world. It changes every day. Now, this is a good transition because one of the questions <laughs> that I was going to ask, okay. and it involves that, is <clears throat> behind this. Oh, wait, where is it? <laughs> oh, what is one thing that annoys each of you about each other? Do you ever argue with each other? And if so, how do you resolve? And I was going to say <laughs> what makes me crazy about Evan. I have the same feeling with you because I innately I pride myself in being able to guess the direction someone will go in. Mm. Like, I feel like I can read someone pretty well. And I'm like, I oh. know someone's response to this. I know how they're going to feel about this topic. And just like my husband, been married to him, been with him for what, 15 years now, just like him, you, I don't know how you will feel about anything. Mm. And it can make me nuts. Because, and that's why you love us at the same but, time, but, but, but It's the worst and the best. But I would be, I'm like, it, it, it sparks my brain. Because then I'm always excited because I'm like, wait, now I have to figure out this different lane. And infuriated yes. simultaneously. But it's one of those things. And that's the thing with like with Evan. I never know every time, every time I send him like a, like a YouTube, I'm like, mm -hmm. you're going to think this is so funny. 50% of the time, he's just like, that wasn't funny. And I'm like, but I. I and the other half of the time, knew, it's like, this is the funniest thing yeah, ever. I, yeah. I, can, I can never guess what it's going to be. And I feel like that's with you. Sometimes I'm like, oh. Something happens in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is going to set Beck off. She's going to be super pissed about this. I don't give a and shit. And then I ask you and you're like, oh, that didn't bother me. I'm like, what the fuck? I think <laughs> I knew this one. I'm like, this is Beck. This is going to make Becca or Becca isn't going to care about this. I can't. I cannot for the life of me guess. And you know what? Maybe I would have cared the next day. And and that's the thing. And that's the what I don't care today. <laughs> or I do care, you know, based on the whatever the fuck happened in my day. Yeah. What dreams I had, who I talked to on the phone before getting here. So, yes, yes, um, it changes. So it annoys me, but it also very much excites me. It's, same with, it's actually the same thing with Greg. He feels the same way. It's like I think it keeps him on his toes for, for both of you people who are bored by, you know, so many <sighs> lovers and people. Where we get bored very easily. Yeah. By so then it's like, wow, this person is just someone different all the mm -hmm, time. I remember mm -hmm. I had an ex-boyfriend where he and I were the same way in that. And, and really? it took us a long time to recognize it. But then it was like, oh, you said something different last week. Oh, that's because you thought something different last <laughs> week about that. Now you think something different. And we we're like, ah, yeah. like we get we understood each other in that way, which is very interesting. Um, very uh all over the place relationship like it would be if Evan and I got together, actually. This not, makes not, sense. Not exactly healthy. All right, um, what annoys you the most about me? You know, the stuff we've talked about on the podcast, your sensitivity, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm just like, just, just fucking say it. And if they hate us, they hate us. Yes. yes. And which also changes, though, in myself. Because I will say, you know, fuck everyone, let's do it. Yeah. And then... 
you know, we'll get feedback or we'll get some sort of criticism. Yeah. And then I'm like, shit, like, why did we do that? <laughs> like, that was a bad idea. So it's more of my like, um, it doesn't actually have to do with me wanting to do certain things. It's my rebellious nature. Sure. And so when you want to follow the rules about certain things or do things by the book, then that irritates yeah, it me. It, it irritates you. Because I'm just like, well, this is the plan A, B, and C that mm-hmm. we were talking about, and they want us to do B, so we shall do B. And you're like, right. let's do C. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's very interesting. But it's then, but it's a good thing. It's the same thing with what you're what you're saying about how there's the good bad. And it's a good thing because then that's a balance that I it's a balance that I need. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the things that annoy also compliment. Which is why it works. Which is why it works. And then as far as why we've done over 200 episodes together. Right. And as far as the question saying, do we ever argue? I'm not really. I mean, no, we're both too afraid of losing friendships to argue with each other. That's true. (laughs) It's like. But no, we've, we've, but I think too, I would say like at, at the beginning, the first year of the podcast, we would get into like more. Tips. It was like, I'd say between like six and 18 months, it was a little bit rough. Yes. And that was also like a huge transition for you life wise. It was a huge transition you were for going through a lot us life wise. Evan had like a full life shift job. Like it was just, we both were in this kind of space where then we were trying to figure out like, oh, we're six months into this and now this is actually like this is happening. So I was I th- getting a little bit of commitment phobia. I think that was why it ended up now at this point we've been able to hit these 200 episodes because we had to go through that hump of like, do we really want to do this? And these are the things that are going to be tough about it. And how yeah. do we work that out? We definitely don't really argue anymore. But we don't. I don't, I don't even like I don't. I don't. I can't I remember the last time that we. No, and I don't really get like a no. I don't get annoyed really like Siri I don't get seriously annoyed or like mad about anything I can't remember the last time that I was like peeved or irritated with you no me neither but again I think it was because then we had to kind of process through like it's too like this is it's a business so you're dealing with like two business partners who don't know each other having to start something that we're, we're we're revealing things about ourselves twice a week yeah like that's a big thing to ask yeah um so i think there's more than dynamic that then you have to deal with versus a, a typical business where like i'm putting out product or i'm doing this it's like no i'm being completely honest about who i am and how am i going to process that with like between the two of us also revealing this to all the broads and how, you know there's just so much of that i think we've been able to find a balance uh together and individually also like there's been some i've gotten a lot more discernment about like what I want to talk about and not want to talk about too on the podcast Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like being like we don't have to put it all out there all the time which is something we used to do fun listen back to our old episodes (laughs) (laughs) like yikes but um but you know what it's so funny when you talk about that because I will say this I love our relationship and everything that's come from it but I have no interest in starting any businesses with any friends and that's like something I really suggest to other people no and you know what's so funny that you say that is that someone I remember um so one of the messages that I saw when people were sending them in someone said how are you not going to have a call her daddy situation and then I saw this like have you guys fought like do you guys fight frequently blah 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 and my brain went you know what I think the reason that we're able to make this work and have it be long term and not have it be contentious is because number one, again, started the friendship. Via, Our lack of history prior. Yep. And then on top of it, 
just seeing each other only on the podcast. Yep. Now, yeah, this is something I think people don't know mm-hmm. or don't realize. We don't hang out. I mean, we do, a, you know, we'll go and Every get like dinner sure, sure, together sure. or whatever, but we don't really spend time together off the podcast. And I think the call her daddy girls, Alexander and Sophia, they live together. They live together. Are you kidding? That's that a means recipe that's for disaster. so hard. It's impossible. It's like, of course, when you and I sit on this couch, we're not bringing in the past six days worth of, oh, Jessica didn't do the dishes. She's been driving me crazy. Mm, God, Becca left the lights all on. Our electricity, our electricity bill is like that on top of everything. Like that's not, it's too much. I feel like if they didn't have the, I feel, I actually see starting a business together very similar to roommates mm-hmm. because I remember one of my best roommates. Yep. We didn't have history. We came in as acquaintances yep. to being roommates and then it worked because we mm-hmm. figured shit out as we went without there being a precedent about how we communicate or whatever prior to being roommates. Yep. And I feel like a business is the same way. You can, you gotta like, you gotta start early in that friendship, get the vibe for the other person because you're also willing to let go then because you don't have history. Like now we have all this history that we've built. But in the first like six months of the podcast, we would both, we didn't have any stake so mm-hmm. we would be willing to let it go i yeah. think that sometimes people hold on a little too long if they have like sure. maybe alex and Sof- sophia like with call her daddy should have stopped earlier yeah but they couldn't or you know moved out earlier but they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings by being like i need to move out i yeah no it's so funny because i i just i just feel like Obviously, there's exceptions to the rules, but I would say the same thing. I would highly recommend I'm like starting a business with someone who's a dear friend of yours, unless you know the dynamic through and through. Obviously, now, like even if you and I were to start a a business like tomorrow and we'd have all this history, I think it's also different, too, because it's like you and I both live life very similarly where we're at our homes with our families mostly Mm -hmm. Um, aren't we all these days <laughs> the irony <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's you know it, it, it's it's even if the option to see each other more was there you and I are like in the, in our stage of life where it's like I'm not seeing tons of friends most of the time yeah not to mention we have other friends that like I I don't have to make time to hang out with Jess because I know I'm going to see you every week right so there's no there's no really need to I know this sounds fucked up, but there's no need to put an effort to maintain the relationship because no. we text every day. Correct. We're the only ones we reply back to within an hour. It's the only person I reply back to within a week. Yeah. For straight <laughs> to up. Be completely honest. It might take three to five business days for <laughs> yes. everyone else for me to get back to you. No, but it's true. But I I think the factors of all of that are is why it ended up working. And if you and I would have been friends for a long time beforehand, I mean, I don't think that it could have lasted. I because, don't think so either. Because you have to be honest in ways that sometimes you wouldn't have been in a friendship before. On yeah, it's it's just it's complex. Too tricky. I don't rem- tricky. I really don't recommend starting a business with your with your friends. I don't recommend starting a business with your friend or with your um romantic partner same with lending money to people something my dad taught me (laughs) oh yeah lending money to friends yeah or loved ones my dad said if you're gonna lend money to a loved one consider it a gift and don't expect payment back Ooh, those are some hot hot truths yeah that is oh that's some wisdom that is some serious wisdom give it give it as a gift and then oh yeah yeah because he's like do you want 200 bucks to be the cause of your friendship to end 
If you don't, then either don't lend the money in the first place or make it a gift. Those are some hot truths. Yeah. So anyway, so should we take a pause before we <laughs> yeah, continue let, on? Yeah, let's with the... take a quick pause. Um, speaking of our podcast, <laughs> let's talk about some of our sponsors. Parents, caregivers of little ones. You know, this year has been hard, okay, on you, on your kiddos, on their teachers, on everyone. You may be feeling like it's time to call in some backup. We get it, which is why we're so excited to tell you about your new favorite parenting and learning tool, KiwiCo. KiwiCo is a hands-on learning box that comes delivered to your door each month and will no doubt inspire your little one to keep learning all year long. These crates are so cool mm -hmm. and they're not they're perfect for not only young learners but curious minds of any age actually. This is something I learned recently. They have older ages. So fun. I know. Each batch of projects has one specific focus in subjects like art, science and geography. Um, based on the specified age range. So all the supplies are included as well as easy to follow instructions and everything you need is delivered right to you for hours of fun and learning. Around our house, we're trying to make the holidays as extra special as possible with a lot of our go-to places and traditions not being an option this year. Um, we're doing our best to create those wow moments with Ember at home. And KiwiCo really does the trick. Ember gets so excited when the crate arrives. Actual screaming happens. Um, we <laughs> spend the whole afternoon going through every crate because she just can't stand to take a break. Um, and she's so excited to see what is up next because they always have different themes every month, which is so fun. Um, and even when things return to normal, KiwiCo crate is, it's going to be a family go-to throughout the holidays every month. I mean, it's just something we're going to continue doing for a long time. She loves it. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. And there's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. You can get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code chatty at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com promo code chatty. Well, Brads, one very charming quality about myself, mm. one of many, mm. of course, is that I have a very short attention span, like we were just talking about. Yes, we were. Gray and I, you know, we can get bored quick, and I will start something on Monday and be completely over it by Friday, and this applies to everything from new recipes to TV shows to workouts, especially workouts. Yeah. Uh, you name it, I've tried it, but the one workout that has kept me coming back for more than one week after more than one week is boxing. Get it, queen. Ugh, I'm not just talking about any old boxing. Boxing from the pros at Fight Camp, my new favorite workout. Okay, so in a nutshell, Fight Camp is the only program that brings the boxing gym to you. Literally. You'll get everything you need for a great full body workout, including a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, hand wraps, and their unique punch tracking sensors that actually show you real-time progress as you move through your workout. And of course, you have access to over 600 different workouts for every level from beginner to seasoned pro. That's important because I won't lie. At first, I was a little intimidated. Boxers are badass and I wasn't sure if I could keep up, but Fight Camp's beginner program walked me through all the fundamentals and helped me build on that knowledge each time I worked out. And not to brag or anything, but I think I'm getting pretty good at boxing now, which is very exciting for me. Um, and I'm definitely feeling more comfortable and confident and I don't, I just don't see myself getting bored with this ever. I'm a huge Fight Camp fan. It's fun. It's challenging. I'm in. Fight Camp offers flexible financing for as low as 0% APR and $0 down. And right now as a limited time holiday offer, you can get free shipping and a gift valued at up to $109 with every Fight Camp package. So just go to joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. You're going to get free shipping and a gift valued at up to $109 with your purchase. 
Bring an authentic boxing and kickboxing gym into your home with Fight Camp. Get your free gift. Go to joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. Joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. Becca, have you ever said someone else's name while hooking up with a different person? I saw that one. I was going to ask that one to you um, <laughs> when you're in the bathroom. No, I mean, I don't. Um, can I ask you this? Do you say Evan's name that much when you have sex? Do you? Instead of moaning, I only say Evan. <laughs> Evan, Evan, Evan. No, I don't say his name often. I find that like a really interesting sex trope. Mm-hmm. I can probably count on my hand the, hand the number of times I've said someone's name while having sex. Yeah, I don't think I've ever... Mo- that feels uncomfortable I don't to think me. I've ever moaned someone's name. Yeah, I've maybe like done Except it Except to- my own. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jess. Uh, um, I think I've probably done it to like try it out since that's something that people say. Yeah, you like workshopped it. Yeah, yeah. you're like... You- no I don't that's odd saying someone's name now I've said someone's name I've said the wrong person's name in bed in more of like um like a honey sweetie kind of way yeah and more like a like a post-sex type thing Mm -hmm. like I called this guy who I was dating when Evan and I were broken up Evan in bed yeah I've just like done it yeah no no I've just like done it and I've I did it um with like a very I remember when Gray and I were dating I did it with a very old ex and that was so bizarre I was like I have no idea why I just said that person's name yeah isn't it weird like that your brain will then spark I mean but I I call I call uh Ember Boris my dog all the time so I'm kind of like well if I'm in bed with someone I mean I think it's usually like I don't know so the answer is no because I don't really say I don't. Yeah, I cannot imagine someone's I name. I cannot imagine having sex and being like Grayston. That's just so weird to me. Doesn't that feel? I'm not, I'm not shaming anyone. No, it's just to me, it feels weird. No, but it feels very like um, you have like a nightgown on. Totally. Almost his knees. And like, oh, oh, maybe me. some little like fuzzy high heels, you know? And you're like, yes, like you have a martini, and you're like. Oh. Evan. Oh my God. I've never worked ever. Yeah. And I'm so happy that you're home today. Grayston. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's such a trope of they're going down on you or something. And you're just like, you know, Grayston, Grayston. That's weird. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I would never ever. do that. Yeah. I guess like if I think if I would, I would hear would someone like, do it, it sounds hot, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it myself. I would do it like, I, I would say it in a sentence. I could be like, oh my God, Gray. Yeah, yeah, sure. Say something like that. That's not weird. Sure. But I would never just say his name. Like in the throes of a climax, how people talk about this, of saying an ex's name and being yeah. like, I also Chris, feel- <laughs> what? I never do that. I also feel weird saying Evan's name. I do too. See, when I was just, I, I felt more comfortable saying Evan than saying Grayston really? when and I was just now pretending to do I it. And I felt more comfortable saying Grayston. Yeah. Maybe we should switch. <laughs> Maybe this is a sign. Maybe this no, is. No, that's so funny you say that because I felt uncomfortable saying, I'm pretending like, to say Grayson's yeah, like, name. Evan, it feels weird. Evan. Like I'm thinking about like an ex of mine and thinking about saying my ex's name like Jared. Like that yeah. sounds fine. That feels yeah. fine to me. But Evan, I, or like I call him Ev more than Evan being like Ev. Is it just weird that we're saying it on like recording? No, I don't think so. I think maybe I call him Babe more than his actual name. Yeah like sugar pie or whatever sugar sweetie love do you have any uh baby names for gray 
Um, we just do more like baby Pet talk. Names. We yeah. definitely do baby talk all the time. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, it's really weird. That's so I just can't picture it at it's all. It's not like a conscious thing. Yeah. It's like a sub it's like a thing that we just start doing. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, if I was to repeat it and say it right now, it's just weird. I definitely have oh god, this makes me so uncomfortable. I don't think we like I don't talk in like a, a baby way to him, but I say words weird. Like I change the words around and we have like specific words. Like yeah. I know. This, I know. This this is my body I know. I, I have similar cringe things to confess. So just go for it. But like and we'll judge each other and it'll be okay. Okay. But like whenever I'm talking to Evan and like instead of me saying like I'm tired or like like I'm sleepy, yeah. I'll say I got the shreeps. Like I'm shreepy. That's like less cringy. Okay, but like, say. but me being like, I'm sh- that's just shreepy. one of many. But yeah, I'll just I know. Be like, I'll be like, oh, I got the shreeps. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, you, are you, sh- do you have the shreepies? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, see, it's and so, like, oh, we do similar, <laughs> we do similar super cringy stuff like that, this. Or we'll say, like, we'll, we'll say mommy or daddy to each other. Yeah, I call him daddy a lot, but I feel like, I mean, when you do that in front of the kids. Well, I know, we'll do that, but then it'll be like, ugh. Like in a weird sexual kind of thing. Oh, like his mommy. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> I hate admitting that. It's so gross. But it just happens. Yeah. No, it happens. It happens. I understand. I, I am like now thinking about how many words I change around. That makes me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. I make I can... up words. And we have our own weird like language. <laughs> It's just because you spend so much time with the person. <laughs> but we definitely have certain voices and weird. Um, so funny because like he speaks like, to you in an accent well, when one you're of horny. Ex boyfriends and I used to have this like inside joke of talking in a certain way. Okay, and I still think it's so funny that I told Gray about it, and he thinks it's so funny that so we started. do the same thing that me and my ex boyfriend used to do, like the same langu- like the same way of talking. That's so funny. But cut to threesome. Cut to thin. That's probably probably not gonna it's go. Probably there. not gonna happen. Probably not gonna go there. Actually, Gray was he was talking about that. We were talking about um, open relationship stuff and like like oh what what stuff would you not be comfortable with? And he was like oh I would feel th-. he was like I would feel threatened if you said like oh I want to go hook up with like this ex sure. because I miss them. He's like that would make me feel threatened. He didn't say like he wouldn't do it, but he was like that would be a trigger for me. Did you see that that was one of the questions that people were asking since all of our polyamory episodes oh. have anything changed in our relationship? It's sort of funny cuz it seems like one of those things where we've talked extensively about it conceptually, but then it's like would we ever will we ever pull the trigger of being like okay, you go out on a date with someone. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, about, have you guys had more conversations surrounding Oh, it? yeah, for sure. And, you know, like, I think I brought this up on the podcast, but um, initially when, you know, the whole concept was when I first brought it up to Evan, like, you know, he had reactions from like a place. I know we had, we had, we had arguments with each other about it. Yeah. You and Evan were yeah. fighting about it. And he had arguments from a place of, you know, that kind of that, that the knee jerk, raised in a very conservative Christian home that's just the focus is monogamy and like whatever. And so he really didn't like know much about like polyamory. Well, and also the supernatural fear of like, what if my partner finds someone else they like more? Of course, of course. But even just like the concept, he was like, Mm. he was kind of wrestling with the idea. And then after we started doing our episodes and he started to like, you know, he's editing them. So he's listening to them Mm -hmm. and he's researching other things. And now all of a sudden he's just become the king 
of talking pro non-monogamy to our families who are very conservative <laughs> in the Aquarian way. So he's weaponizing he, it, but he himself, he himself is in currently a monogamous relationship, but goes and will literally just fight with our like his family and my family and be like, no, this is why, like, you know, and, and talking very like a lot of what we talked about with Kevin Patterson um in our episode, just breaking down like um, you know, why we have this funny concept that's like, you know, 50% of marriages end in divorce, monogamous yeah. relationships. Why do we have this concept that mar- monogamy works, right. per se? And then he's been talking or a lot better with the family about processing through jealousy and that whatever. And I'm like listening to him. And so we've been we've been having a lot of com- more conversations about it. But it's a similar thing where I'm like, you know, will we ever? I don't know. But I think more importantly, what you're talking about that I found really valuable is I think dis- having these discussions about non-monogamy brings so much to a monogamous relationship. Yeah, definitely. Like breaking down the jealousy yeah. and fear of losing the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I recently um, finished this. I think I've talked about it a lot on the podcast or mentioned it in passing, but I finished this book called Opening Up. And it just breaks down all these different types of relationships from people that have group marriages to a primary partner, but they're allowed to just hook up casually to be. I mean, there's so many different types of non-monogamous relationships Mm -hmm. that people have from just like the don't ask, don't tell you get to hook up with people once thing to people that literally have committed marriages with six people. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different. So reading that book, I thought. I, I would really encourage even monogamous mm-hmm. folks to read it because read it that. really expands your mind and just makes you more open because there are there are actual discrimination things that non-monogamous people face. Like they can lose their kids in custody battles because that can be weaponized wow. against them. Like wow. if they have because that can be like an unstable life. Yeah. Um, you know, can't you you if you're going to like buy things like let's say you have like a committed triad or or even how parental rights would work if you're mm-hmm. in a committed like three relation three person relationship and stuff because this isn't just like I think people always think like oh kinky sex stuff but there are people no. in non monogamous relationships who are very committed who have children together who have mm-hmm. lives and they just love more than one person yeah it's definitely I gotta read that book it's really good opening up yeah um it's definitely like and you can borrow you can borrow it um. I have my Kindle and you can also use the Kindle app and I use Libby to just get it from the library. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's definitely one of those one of those conversations that if you are in a um, in a relationship that even if you're not ever considering non-monogamy, um, it has I, I it really has for Evan and mine's relationship over the past six months really helped in a lot of ways. Just having these conversations that we hadn't ever before and breaking down a lot of like re- like us realizing ha- like how many uh, concepts we had that were formed uh, around like, you know, misogyny, culture, toxicity, toxicity yeah. all of this that all of a sudden we're having these amazing conversations that even if we decide to remain monogamous with each other forever, that it's really like really important conversations surrounding those topics, also surrounding jealousy in a marriage, also surrounding the need to be independent. Yeah. And security. Security. Like, it's helped with us process through finance or financial pieces. Mm. Um, having really open conversations about like, hey, I know this is uncomfortable, but we have to have really open conversations about like, hey, guess what? I'd like to be with you for forever. 
today, mm-hmm. but there's a chance that all of a sudden we don't want that anymore. So do we give up everything that we've built with each other because of that? Right. Yeah. Would we would we stay together? Find like or then also protecting yourself financially as well, and then there not being that conversation where you're feeling like. Hello, spouse. I know this is uncomfortable, but I'd also like to have a nest egg in case you leave me one day. Yeah. But you have to have those conversations to protect yourself. And then you have to have, be able to have those conversations and the part and a partner not get upset about the reality of we're not planning on getting divorced. But guess what? It might happen. I think it makes you feel more secure. Uh, to yes. me, it make, it actually does the opposite effect that people expect. Yeah, I think it makes totally. you feel more secure and safe and confident and happy in your relationship. Yeah, you, it's like you know that even if something new comes up, and that's what life is, right? You yeah. never, it's always the unexpected. Maybe it's our sense of our control, though. True. It could be <laughs> like the aspects of our personality and maybe yeah. uh, mental issues where we, we need to feel like we have a grip on on, on uncertain that's, uh, future That's very stuff. true. It might give more people anxiety. But yeah, for me, it's been like, okay, now I have an idea that we've communicated this. And, you know. To be honest, it was like a really big part of me not wanting to get married is the idea of of a monogamous relationship for the rest of my life. Like, it's not even the sex thing. I was just like, oh my God, you only get one life to live. And the thought of me never being able <laughs> you to- You YOLO so hard. I YOLO hard. <laughs> you only get one life to live. And there are a lot of things that matter to me and yeah. things that don't matter to me. Mm-hmm. But like the thought of never being able to have that thrill of butterflies in your stomach I when know. you're texting your crush thing, that kind of wigs me out. And same with Gray. Gray feels the same way. Yeah. He loves that like new relationship oh, it's energy. it's the best feeling in the whole world. Oh, what a thrill. What a high. And even to have be able to have like a really honest conversation with your partner and saying, I'm scared that I won't get that. Ever thrill again, again. Uh-huh. and then there be the safety of your partner hears you on the other side and then can reveal that they also feel sure. that way that even then all of a sudden you know cut to six months from now and maybe y'all are still like we're gonna be physically monogamous but we can have fun little sexting with other people totally or whatever yeah or even just like it there's no there's it really took out some jealousy to even talk about that and even like some girl that was flirting with gray on instagram and me being like oh what are you gonna say back to her because oh yeah there's like it, there's just safety i'm like you're not he's not gonna cheat on me like well and then gonna happen. and then for you to also know that that's yeah like that you can like be like participating yeah it was so funny plus he's just like so there's i mean i already trust him before having those conversations like looking back through this girl every time she messaged him he just double taps doesn't even say anything back (laughs) you're like (laughs) okay but but there's also the safety too of knowing that you know instead of cheating you could ask your partner you'd be yeah. like i'm interested in this person yeah. you know they might not react great anyway so i could see maybe in the future right now now there is so much on my plate i can't even be again to comprehend dating someone <laughs> no it sounds like a lot but you know not interested have... right now but we're we have had the conversation that we would be open to not monogamy if either of us was seriously interested in the future and neither of us are seriously interested right now it's fun yeah. enough to just talk through Fun, we have silly we have similar similar energy from it, but yeah. it's but you know I would then say you never know. We'll you see. You never know. We'll see what the future holds. Um, let's see. Let's Crazy see. sexual fantasy not going there. <laughs> Sorry, guys, not going there today. <laughs> that is not going to be revealed. Um. Oh, so someone asked, have you ever not aired an interview? We uh, one 
uh, which I don't even think I've messaged her about it. We lost all the audio when we recorded two interviews. We lost all the audio. It was the same day. (sighs) What a waste of a day. Not because we had great conversations, but no one gets to hear that. I know. And I feel so bad because they were two friend, like, like she was your friend. Yeah. My friend Quigley, we had her on and, and my friend Abby and we lost audio and it sucks. (laughs) And we were like, well, and oh god you feel so bad yeah someone spent their time you feel so bad they gave I don't know time. if i even ever told quickly that so if you're listening i'm so sorry we lost all that audio Maybe that was a that was a really yeah, good yeah we recorded about um basically like inside an influencer life yeah which i actually would wouldn't mind doing that again and having her on because she has quite some interesting stuff with her birth and babies oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. also um, I, and the concept too i remember seeing one of the questions somewhere was like you know asking basically about like social media influencer wise like is it great is it worth it i mean like whatever a question regarding Mm. like uh is it tough behind the scenes sometimes which is like such like a it feels like such an uncomfortable thing to talk about because it feels like like the just an insane mass level of privilege but like it's definitely you know when you're putting yourself out there and yeah it's fucking hard it is and like it and it is I don't think it's something I, I I hate to be one of those people, but I don't think it's something that you can understand unless you're unless you're experiencing it. Yeah. Quite truthfully, because I remember I talked about I briefly posted something about it on Instagram and, you know, a lot of I got a few messages that were, you know, like this is out of touch, but that is so funny because there's every single influencer that <laughs> follows me messaged and was like, yes. And like poured their heart out to me over a quick yeah. DM response. And it's, these are people from all sorts of different walks of life that have done all sorts of different jobs and are like, yes, this is hard. I think I promise you it's hard. I think just evolutionarily our, 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 our wiring is not um, created to take on thousands and thousands of people's personal opinions, opinions about, about you. Us. Uh, it's literally like anti-evolutionarily in our 100%. wiring. So I think just social media in general, people feel that because they're ingesting way more people than they ever would evolutionarily, right? I, yeah. And then you add then someone putting, giving you their opinion. It, you know, it's it's definitely, it's very And you develop, or at least I develop sort of compulsive habits to deal with it, which sometimes has to do with just completely saturating yourself in it or just completely tuning out, both of which don't really work well. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, this is a funny one because I I need to ask if this is... Someone asked Jess, have you ever thought about hooking up with Becca? And doesn't everyone consider hooking up with every person they encounter or having a relationship with? Or is that just a thing that I do? Is that an intrusive thoughts thing? Because like I think I, that's an intrusive thoughts. I thing. can't help but think about you hooking really? up with almost every single you, person. You that go, I interact you go with. there like with like it just is an at automatic some point. Thought. At some point, yes, with every single person. I I'm can't so help. But sorry, think about that it. feels like that would be really hard. Yeah, it's not fun. No, sometimes I wouldn't say every single person, but a lot of people. Like I can't help but go there. You know what's so funny? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely don't have that with everybody. I had. It comes in, it pops in very, very randomly uh-huh. for me. And it doesn't happen. It surprisingly doesn't happen that often. I feel like that's pretty normal. Yeah. Just like I don't, I, I consider it. myself a fairly like sexually wired individual. But when I'm like interacting with someone, it doesn't, I don't, unless I'm like, I am sexually interested in you, it doesn't pop in. 
that often. But f- to answer the question, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And when I, f- I first met you, before we started the podcast oh, together. Oh, I know. Now it's one of those things where that's so weird. Like, no, but yeah. when I started... <laughs> Well, now we before we started the podcast together, this is so uncomfortable. Well, oh well. Well, I'm really hot and sexy. <laughs> you are very hot and sexy. <laughs> but I remember when we were before we started the podcast together, um, we were at what I was about to say the address because that's how we always referred to the oh my house. God. But I will not say the address. Um, but we were at that house. You know which house I'm talking yeah. about. And it was like I had only briefly been introduced to you. And I think it was like a Christmas party or something. And you were just looking so cute. Oh and my God, you, I was. I know exactly what New Year's this was. Yep. And it you, was New Year's. It was New Year's. And you were just dancing around just mm. like very freely. Like, I think you might have been like smoking a joint. And I remember being like, I wouldn't mind having sex with that woman. <laughs> but you were very like, there was this, there was this very like, um, and magical energy around you oh wait it wasn't new year's i know i was wearing this crazy was it, dress. it was a christmas party i yes. think and i was wearing this insane dress that i still have and i think you had you had like you had this energy coming off of you that i would imagine everyone in the room was thinking about having sex with you well i was trying to give that off because there was someone in the room that i wanted to have sex with <laughs> and it wasn't you <laughs> We tried. But actually, it was that like, um, yeah, that was like a very specific, that that was true because I had this energy where I was so intoxicated with this other person that was also there that I just wanted them to like notice me. So it was this super heightened, like my makeup, my hair, my dress, everything was just like, you know, like notice me. You were screaming sensuality. (sighs) That's for sure. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times in my life. I don't think that's weird, though. I think it's super normal. (laughs) You're like, well, if you'd ask any human being. No, you know what I realized? I think it is a little bit of an, it it doesn't happen with everyone, but it's an intrusive thoughts thing with people that I care about that I think I'm like, I would be scared. um, Oh my God, this is, I just realized this. I, I had this ever since like high school like with girlfriends, I was like scared that I would be sexually attracted to them and that I would make a move on them and then it would ruin our friendship. Yeah. So it's like sort of like an obsessive thing where I'd be like in bed and would be like, am I making this weird? Like, sure. Like, sure, am I sure. sexually attracted to them? Like, am I going to like want to have sex with them? That I completely understand. So that. Yeah. I think it's more like that. Yeah. The fun shame culture around her upbringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah so anyway that makes sense um, to me what season of bachelor would you most want to be on <sighs> well that's a tough one because the season of the bachelor that i would most okay this has nothing to do with the person in fact it's the girls it's the girls i would have loved to be on the shit show of peter's season Ooh. To be a fly on the wall, to be able to participate in some of those conversations, mm. I would have come down. And some of those fights and whatnot. Oh, like the whole Alea Sydney thing. I would have been like, no, I'm mediating the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong, why you're wrong. And I would have wanted to be that person in the house. The only downside of being on that season would have been that you didn't get your paradise right away because um, of the pandemic so that's the only one but i definitely probably peter's season i would say nick's but i wouldn't have been able to handle corinne's uh, energy i would have been seething with jealousy <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
because she would be the center of attention and I would lose my marbles. Yeah, yeah. Nick's Nick's was my automatic one because yeah. before so fun. I, before well, also before I knew him, I'm like, oh my god, he's the hottest one. Whatever. And, you know, now we're like friends with him. So yeah, true. Sorry, Nick. Oh, it's a very different yeah. vibe. Um, but. I could see myself being on Ben's season and enjoying being around the girls. Oh, yeah. That was a good group. Because huh? I kind of like following some of them on social media now. So I might enjoy being on Ben's. Do you know that which season was filled with, like, the women that came in and have been around? Ari's season? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, uh, Chris Souls. Oh. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of people. I think it was yeah, Becca Tilly, Caitlin Bristow. I mean, like that was a season that was filled with a lot. It looked like it was a good time. Yeah. It was like fun friendships. Like people came out of that season. And they were all Becca really good was friends. on Ben's though, too. Oh, yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. She did the double. She did. I forgot about that. She did. Oh, oh, oh. I've got to go to because I know you're going to have a funny answer for it. Um, if you could live in a different time, what time would you live in? <laughs> I know exactly where I am. <laughs> I see it. I see candles. <laughs> I see a lot. I see, a lot. <laughs> I see tassels. I see tassels everywhere. No, this is me. This is me. Sorry if you're not watching the YouTube. Long candlestick and very much like pulling back the drapes. And it's mm. nighttime, like Wuthering Heights style. Just yeah. Like, where's my Heathcliff? And I like I live on the moor and I'm like all alone. And I'm like very dewy looking always. <laughs> I mean, I know it's ancient times and probably this ancient times. <laughs> The caveman is okay. Way- if you're not in Egypt, though, obviously, because I think we've answered something similarly. Yes. And then, of course, there's Egypt. But, yes, of course. But you got to get lucky and make sure you're not a peasant in Egypt. See, this, so but that's this tricky. is the whole. This is the okay, whole thing so you about like everything. Being the, pe- the romantic peasant. In no, this no, 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 oh. no, no. I am loaded, and I am in a, <laughs> and I am in a very, I'm in a dark castle. Yeah. Um, because my my uh, aunt who is extremely ill, I have to take care of her all the time. But she has so much money, and it's just. Sort of her, like Little Women status. Yes, you have to just, read her books. And yes, such. and I have to just knit for her constantly. I'm so bad at knitting, so there's just it just doesn't. Her cat go hisses well. at you. Her cat hisses at me. There's the uh, you know there's the whole staff there, but I'm the only one, and I am unbelievably beautiful. Tons of dresses yeah. for no reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one ever sees me. And then one day someone gets lost in a storm and winds up at the home. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we make love. Okay, so this is sort of like what time period? <laughs> <laughs> what um, century are we in? Maybe the, is it this is like the 1800s? Are you like Pride and Prejudice? Is that what you're talking yes, about? Okay, so the 1800s. Yes, which is like so basic to be like Pride and Prejudice times. Um, but, you know, I'm sure it was a nightmare. I know, you, like life. seven out of eight of your children die. Like, yeah. That kind of also, shit. like, horrible. I have no rights as a woman. Mm, like, yeah, you know, that. it's just, it's just absolutely horrendous. Um, so I would say probably in actuality, if I could live in any time, it would be like now, but maybe not. I would <laughs> live an eternal loop of my between twenty two and twenty seven. See, the issue is, is that you're, if you're in any other time period, I mean, I guess it's still sort of true now, but in a very different way. Mm-hmm. In any other time period, like pre-20th century, your decadent lifestyle is usually incredibly 
problematic because it usually means that there's someone enslaved or directly oppressed because of your decadent lifestyle. Absolutely. It's very much like anytime you go back and you're like, oh, I would like to live in this time. It's always an elite situation. Right. You and have it's like always child, oppressive. You have like, chi- you live in England in the 1800s. You have like child maids cleaning your coals yes, exactly. out of your chimney. Like exactly. there's always issues. I wonder like, I don't know why I just keep getting, thinking about like Mozart, Beethoven times. Also like, 1800s, I think. Also 1800s. No, 1600s, 1700s. Guys, we don't know shit. Um, I'm, so my mom would be so disappointed in me. She was a history teacher. My bad. Um, yeah, there's really no time that you can go back to. It's there's not nothing. Really. It's not. And then, and then, like, oh, Greek times. Ooh, that sounds. It does sound fun. I think Greece. I love the climate. It's very similar to California. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's like on the same, you know, no, I know. The weather is fan- absolutely fantastic. But, you know, there's definitely a lot of like orgies happening. I yeah. Believe. Ancient Greece sounds wild. And it's I'm very so wild. here for it. I do love Greek mythology. Mm. Um, but also, you know, there's so many problematic issues. Like it, it's just it's just where do you even. I also think I could really kill it in the 50s, though, as a housewife. Yeah, you would be very good in the 50s. But, you know, no, not as a housewife. Really? Only a star. Oh, yes. Only a star. You're making your way to Hollywood, honey. And you're in your you're on you're on uh on Hollywood Boulevard when it was mm. truly Hollywood. It was and it was glamour. decadent. And you and you were in your You go to Ramen's Chinese theater. Yes, and you and you were in your convertible and you had your little uh your little th- Like I love Lucy style, yes, basically. Yes, your little scarf around your hair. And you were just like, one day my name my face is gonna be on the big screen, boys, and like all the men like pile into the back of your yeah I like that I really like I'm on the beach and I have like see it's weird because you know like slut shaming was a thing but it was also like sort of weirdly socially appropriate to have like 15 boyfriends surrounding you at the beach like vying for your attention yeah well, that's something that, that doesn't really like happen so much anymore no and I miss that I want to bring <laughs> that back I was I follow this like a classic account and it's all these you know women around that time and in every single movie there was a woman who was at least I shouldn't say that because I haven't watched all these movies (laughs) but it's a woman who is in like a power position uh, all these sexually yeah and and everyone's begging for her attention and she's just like no 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 I know I'm like well I like that don't keep it Okay. I was talking to my gram, uh, my grandma the other day because they moved to Los Angeles from Switzerland in like the heyday of Hollywood. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they were talking. She was talking about how how wild. Why did they was. move to L.A. in particular? Well, at first they moved to New York and then they moved to Los Angeles because that's where my grandfather started his like chemical dyeing and finishing company. Everyone was just in that area. Mm. Drove around with her like two years ago around Los Angeles. She just couldn't believe it. It's just so different. Wow. Mm -hmm. She said Hollywood really was like Hollywood Boulevard was. She's like you drive down and you'd see and everyone was dressed up like to the tens. And now it's very sketchy there. Yeah, don't like Hollywood Boulevard. Don't recommend going if there. If you you're would like to go to Los Angeles, everyone is always like, oh, yeah, I would go Venice to Venice Beach and Hollywood Boulevard. No, no, no. Plenty of other places to go that are wonderful in Los Angeles. Yeah. I would not recommend going to Hollywood Boulevard. Where would you recommend? <sighs> like, I would recommend going up to the. Topanga is beautiful. Oh, yeah, Topanga Canyon is beautiful. I was going to say, um, some of the cliche places to visit are still fantastic, like the um, the Star Place. What's that place called? Like a planetarium. Oh, in uh, Griffith Observatory. Yeah, like yes. Griffith Observatory is still a great mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Malibu's beautiful. Malibu is beautiful, but just kind of another beach town, really. Yeah, but you know, it's it's 
I don't know. LA, LA is very, it's large. That's the yeah. thing. It's not like a, it's not like dense. There's cities within the city. Yeah. So that's also why I say LA has something for everyone because mm-hmm. there's suburbs, there's, yeah. You know where I love going to is like the really like old money part of sort of, um, Pasadena. No, not Pasadena. Pasadena is beautiful. I love No, the, like, um, yeah. sort of like over by like Wilshire area. Oh, what is that area? Larchmont. Yes, 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 yes. Like Larchmont area. That's a great place to go if you want to like visit yes, LA. Yes, Lar- Larchmont And kind of like get fantastic. a little bit of an experience and drive past, drive through some of the neighborhoods and see the houses. And you're driving right next to Paramount, Paramount Studios. So you get yeah. the whole thrill of like, ooh, like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, the movies. The movies baby yeah that's that's a good place to go yeah oh los angeles um let's see here's one for you um oh this is a really good question is it Mm. if you hadn't had kids with gray do you think you would still be together no i saw that one and i was curious did we talk about that when we had our episode together like ages ago um kind of you kind of went over because we talk about this constantly absolutely not we wouldn't be together if we didn't have kids. We were like on our way out. The relationship was three months in and not doing great, honey. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we were just, they're just like both really like stubborn people. Um, yeah, I don't know. We were just not feeling it. We were not feeling it the whole first year. We weren't feeling it the whole time I was pregnant. Pretty much hated each other, loathed each other. <laughs> Pretended like we didn't, though. And then later on, we admitted it. Again, it was one of those things where like, oh, you hated me, too, and wanted out of the relationship and didn't really love me. Oh, my God, same. Wow, I feel so good now knowing that. Feels so No, no, no sarcasm. It's like, wow, that feels so no, good. No, it's like a relief. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank God. Now I'm not just like a horrible bitch. Um, so yeah, we wouldn't have made it. But now we're better than ever, bitches. Isn't that wonderful how that Aren't works Aren't you out? all so jealous of me? Um... <laughs> Oh my god, some of these are so intense. What's the worst thing you've ever done? I saw that. You think I'm gonna tell you the worst yeah, thing I've ever done? Absolutely not, I, honey. I'm but, not looking for a can, lawsuit. Can you, <laughs> <laughs> um can you like think of one singular worst thing you've ever done? Because I don't think I can. I've done a lot of bad things. I mean, my brain right away goes to like the really stereotypical, like stealing cheating yeah those murder, are stupid you know and i'm like i feel like it's like the little things like little mean things that you've like yeah said to someone the, the fact Do you know that, what i mean yeah the fact of the matter is probably the, the 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 worst things i've ever done are ones that would be you know more involved with like divisive friendship stuff like that that's the shit that haunts me like where i'll lay in bed at night all of a sudden be like oh my god i can't believe like even years later just just like like that i said that to that person or like you know i'll I'll think about that type of stuff more so than like stealing yeah i'll think about like ghosting a friend because i couldn't bring myself to like end the friendship it's like those things are just like the little bad things that aren't little and that you know hurt someone yeah that, when I know that, that, that I sucks. like knowing that you like really hurt someone is the worst. I think that's the worst thing I can think of of things that I've done. And then I stole the Birkin bag that one time. Shut the fuck up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish you were telling the truth. I wish. Oh my God. What? What's your real housewives tagline? Oh, I'm so good at these. <laughs> you are good at this type of stuff. <laughs> this is not my forte. I made up what on The Bachelor. 
I made up Real Housewives taglines for every single girl. Like, it was so fun. And I made every, someone, one of the producers See, why, has a video. Yeah, why don't we have this footage? We need I don't know. Footage. But one of the producers has like a video on his phone. And I made, I gave everyone a tagline and then we made all the girls come out and like each one of us did their thing. <laughs> the thing. Like Chelsea's or something like, I may be that mom, but I'm that mom you'd like to fuck or something like that. Like each person had a thing. And we were all like holding martini glasses and like pointing them at the camera. Oh, did I wish have, I knew who had this have, video. Do you have yours that you remember that you made up for yourself? It was something about age. You know, it was like, it was all like kind of relevant to the Bachelor sure, drama, but sure. we just had so, yeah, those are like the random things we just had so much fun with. Um... So let's see our taglines. They come up with different ones every season, don't they? Every single season they come up with a different one. I know. I would hate that. I'd want to keep mine forever. I'd be like, I know. Re- like once you get attached to one, you're like, I really worked this one out. Okay. Yes. But it always like has the best to do- one. The best one's Ramona's. Ramona's. Which actually I think Caitlin Bristow put in her bio, but it's one of my favorites ever. Um, I'm an acquired taste. If you don't like me, acquire some taste. Oh, that's so good. That one's just. Is that Ramona's? I thought so. I thought that was an, the count. Was it the count? No, no, maybe not. I thought oh, it was Ramona. So maybe I'm wrong. Please correct me if I am. I do. God bless. It sounds I, like Ramona. I do not want to say the quote the wrong housewife. <laughs> like, that do is a cardinal sin. Okay. I, I'm so bad at we this gotta type of stuff. We got to do a theme. So you have well, to no, like. This is just me as a human. Well, no, but I mean like you have to. I know, but usually someone like. Where's my camera? Well, like it could be something have to do with like religion. Like something with right. Christianity, you start or like your motherhood, or like fashion, like or what know? about what about this? What about okay. this? What about this? I may be sensitive, but you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Let's workshop that, and we'll get back to you. They just overdub my mouth with something else. They're just like, well. All right. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a woman who loves the Lord and her husband. I'm always on my knees. That's so good. <laughs> That's such a good one. That's so good. Oh, my. And you, you know, you go and do the little dress. Oh, my God. That's so good. Oh, I like that one. That's good for you. You know, oh, that's so good. I love <gasps> the Lord and my husband. I'm always on my knees. I would love to see that on Real Housewives. Okay. Uh, what, what are mine? Babies? Babies, but also my, my thing with you would be like, okay, you're coming on the show known to be someone who was on The Bachelor. Okay, so this is like real life. So I'd want like reality in reality TV or The Bachelor involved. Um, oh, wait, I got one. Ari may not have picked me. He's a bitch. <laughs> We hate him. <laughs> Everyone is just like, no, <laughs> you're not getting it. <laughs> you're in the writer's room and they're just like, Jess, why don't you grab us some coffee? Oh, that's good go <laughs> we got a new writer in. Her name's Jess Ambrose. We're going to, you know, kind of go through a couple new lines today. <laughs> Sit down. We're, we're throwing out. There's a new, uh, you know, Real Housewives of Glassell Park. Like, we're throwing out around, you know, whatever. Real Housewives of Long Beach. We're now the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is a thing. I believe anything's possible. That's very true. And it is wild. I know. I've watched the first two episodes already. Yeah. Whew. Crazy. Love it. Um, But, uh, okay, so mine would have to be something with the final rose. I may not get the last rose, but I always get the last laugh. 
or like oh, I always have good. I might not have the final rose, but I always have the last laugh or it's like some shit like that. That's good. That needs, That's that good. needs some work. But no, but something. but I like that because you know that you'd go in me. and you try to shit stir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could do. I'm really. I'm when I tell you that I'm, I love pot, stirring it and smoking it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it's it. Needs a little word tweaking. No, that's but, okay. it. Oh mm-hmm. my god, no, that's so good. Mm-hmm. When I tell you my deep desire for you to be on the Real Housewives of Orange County, it's it's just it's astronomical. I actually kind of believe it's possible. I know. I I it's it's very possible. And I'm sorry. You'd come in with a big following on Instagram already, okay? You fucking stir the pot and you like to smoke it. And this season, this it's so boring this season. They need someone like you on the show. I'm so young and problematic for them. I know, and that would be the best thing ever. Oh my God. It would they just, would hate how young you are. It would they be would amazing. hate how I don't shave everyone. That would be definitely like one of the first episodes I'd walk they'd into a party and, shirt and they'd be like, <gasps> It would be so good. Oh, and then the shit that they would say behind your back about you not shaving. And I'd be like, at least I can shave my legs. Like, are you going to get more filler in your cheeks? I just go so fucking oh, savage. Oh, yeah. No, you'd be like, are you even able to bend over with those old <laughs> knees? You bitch. I just, I just turn evil. <laughs> I'm just so mean. Oh, I'm not that far from Orange County anymore. That's what I'm saying. You're so you like you're close. Also, like I always always had to have a joint, even though you really I know you don't smoke that often. Yeah, but you'd always have that would then I just be your thing. It would be like, oh, she's young and she's always and I got to keep Ruth breastfeeding now until like I've been thinking about weaning her. But now I have to have her breastfeed until she's like five. Yes, you have to. And and then every time that you're filming, Ruth is just attached to your tit while I'm smoking a joint. And and Mm -hmm. everyone's just just losing their mind. They're just like, this is so disgusting. Like, please. Please put your tip back in. Well, and I used to think you have to be super rich to be on Real Housewives. You don't no, really. No, not at all. And I think I'm rich enough to be on Real Real Housewives. I well, one of the big like uh, topics of conversation in this latest season is that Gina just went through like a divorce with yeah. Matt, and she initially came on, and she was just I think a pretty like again standard Orange County type yeah. salary, um, which is still a lot, but um, but now she got her own condo and she bought it. And apparently the whole rumor is, is that Bronwyn, one of the newer women, is saying that Shannon said that Gina's place is sad and depressing. Because and then you see Shannon go to the house and she's like, oh, this is so nice. And it's so small compared to Shannon's gigantic home. And then she was like going around being like, her house is sad and depressing. And so that's been one of the big, the hottest topics. And then I think Gina's tagline is something about like, my house may be sad, but I'm sure not or whatever. Like it's it's there's something like that. Well, and a and lot of these bitches are just like house. renting. So like I can rent a nice ass place. Well, I think most, I think Shannon's renting, Bronwyn's renting. Now they're granted they're dropping like 20K no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, month. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you could go into wonderful debt and just continue to rent. And that's what the whole thing was. Gina was like, I'm proud. Like I bought this house with my own money. Like she's, and it's, and you're like, yes, Gina, you go queen. Like she, and I have to say too, Gina handled everything like she did not get she did not like come for any of them she's just like go ahead you can think my house is sad like i don't give a fuck how do you get on the show you have to know a producer and it's like it's uh you have to uh, typically one of you, the cast a friend. members like volunt says oh here's a list of people that i think might be good for next season so, so it's either via producer or uh cast members i'm in contact with heather i've met shannon before you need to really tap into this. 
I'm going to manifest this. This is this is 2021. I'm telling you right now, Becca, it's really the season is really, really boring because they lost Tamara and they lost um, Vicky. They need new spice. And you are everything that they need because they need somebody. Am I too young? No, that's why you'd be perfect. And that's also great because then I think you'd be the youngest. You'd be the youngest housewife ever. That and your tagline would be something like that, like how you got shit on on The Bachelor for being the youngest person, and now you're getting shit on because you're the youngest uh, Real Housewives star. Andy yeah. Cohen, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, and I could do a tagline too, where I'm like, "Sure, age is just a number, but you're probably jealous of mine." Oh my god! <laughs> what about this? Sure, age is just a number, but you're old, bitch. <laughs> like that way better <sighs> broads age is just a number is something you say when you're old <laughs> honestly like i it it's so unethical for my family like for my children and for my partner but, but you don't i don't have care. to show any of your children oh really no really there's there's numerous housewives who never showed their kids. I just act like Michael Jackson. I just put masks over them when we go out in public. Yeah, 100%. Even though they're all over my social media. Um, I don't care either. Even if it is unethical, I still want to do it. <laughs> but I'm still going to do it. Broads, please slide in to Andy Cohen's DMs and tag and send. Wait, wait, wait. No, who are some of the current housewives? On Orange County. Yeah. Like who, who I might actually be friends with because okay. they should slide in that person. Like we we should really mobilize a lot of people to slide into like. Okay. Bronwyn. Okay. Is one of the newer big ones. And actually this was pretty like, this was huge. Bronwyn is married with, um, and I think has eight children. And she's one of the relatively new housewives. She, a couple days ago, they, they were like talking about their relationship struggling, her and her husband. Yes. And they've talked about how they would sometimes have threesomes and things. <gasps> she came out about three days ago as a lesbian and said she's never really been attracted to men. Her She's staying married to her current husband because they feel like they're life partners. He's so supportive of her. Wow. Like their okay, son. How do you spell her name? How do you spell her uh, name? B-R-A-U-W. Okay. Yeah. Bronwyn. Found her. And... Um, I think her oldest son just recently started to do drag like for for Orange County housewife following. She is like, yes. Yeah. So Bronwyn, Gina, mm, mm, Gina's mm. the youngest. OK, one. we, we got to tell one person for everyone to get to go in their DMs and tell them to to hang out with me or that I would like them. Bronwyn. Bronwyn. I already actually like her looking on her Instagram. You got to go to Bron. Bronwyn is, like I said, she's relatively new. I don't think she's going anywhere as far as like leaving the show anytime soon. And she is like, guys, yeah. comment on Bronwyn's post or, or DM her your profile. Yes. Just send a profile. And say and send something like, um, I think you need to be friends with this girl and get her on Real Housewives. Yes. Yes mobilize mobilize <laughs> please guys please we need this content <laughs> can you imagine this podcast would become bachelor recap and your personal experience on housewife recap oh my god this would get so wild oh my 
God, I'd have to get a hair and makeup team because that's what every single person does. And I've been needing that excuse in my life. You know, what would be so funny is that you'd have the hair and makeup team come here every time before the podcast. You'd look so glam. I disgusting. You always look great. Thank you so much. But it would be super, super funny that then I wouldn't have glam and then you'd have full glam. Mm. And every time I'd just be like, I'm still here in Los Angeles. Um... (laughs) Well, okay. Well, before we no, wrap, that's ser- I'm serious though, guys. No, comment please. on Bronwyn's post and DM her and tell her that like she should she should get to know me and that I should be on the and bring me on to Real Housewives. Yes, one thousand percent. Please, please, please. This could be this could game be game changing for the broad squad too. We would get in so and this it, has worked by the way, guys. Before, like Colton messaged me and on his season and was like, "Wow, your like chatty broads are really adamant." Oh, because happened, so many people messaged him. It's happened with numerous bachelor folk who are like, "Uh, wow," who will message us because all the broad squad messaged and they really have wanted to come on the show, but unfortunately, you know, due to producers, hasn't been able to happen. But this could happen because guess what? We don't have any weird contracts or there like there's no contracts with bravo we don't have any history with them right it's all good everything's clear we could get anyone on the show on that side of the uh that side of the track yeah you know yeah all right well to do to wrap this to wrap this baby up i say we do two fuck mary kills let's do it also did you notice that people were doing collab block what was the other one we got one of them would you like to hear it yes i that's i never saw it until i saw this i love this it's collab dm or block i love that chris jenner chris harrison or simon cowell block simon cowell he can't do no yeah block simon cowell he's relevant for me Uh uh-huh collab obviously chris jenner hello Mm -hmm. dm chris harrison all right it's easy for me yep yep i feel like i'm that's very very much i feel very much on the same page yeah um okay fuck mary kill wait is dm like try to get with them though oh because then maybe simon cowell yeah because i probably he's kind of hot i kind of agree with that i remember being young and watching american idol and being like oh god because his nipples are always hard too (laughs) in those tight shirts don't think i didn't notice Yeah, I think I'd I'd be more a little more interested in him before Chris Harrison. Yeah, definitely. So we block Chris. Yeah, he's probably probably already blocked all of us, anyways. Um, so fuck Mary Kill, you're gonna like this one. Okay, Steve Buscemi, Mm -hmm. Danny DeVito, Nick Cage. I'm obsessed with all three of them. (laughs) What What the fuck? (laughs) Is this person in your brain? I also feel like this is what Trish Paytas would say. She would be obsessed with probably all three of them also. Probably 100%. Um, okay, okay, okay. Steve Buscemi. Is it Buscemi or Buscemi? People say Buscemi, but I don't feel like that's right. I think it's Buscemi, right? Me too. Hmm. Buscemi. 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 Okay. Him. Nick Cage. What's, who's the other one? Danny, Danny DeVito. Oh. Shit. I'm marrying Danny DeVito. I've, I knew it. I'm marrying him for sure. I knew you'd be marrying Danny DeVito. I feel like I'm fucking Steve Buscemi and killing Nick Cage. I hate to, I hate to say it. Yeah, you know, I really, really have a personal vendetta with Nick Cage. Why is that? No idea. I mean, I understand. I feel like you're not the only person. I've always had it. I just, I cannot stand him. National Treasure, though? Hate watch it. Love, hate watching Nick Cage. I love National Treasure. I also love Danny DeVito. And I think I love, love Danny DeVito more than I love Steve Buscemi. 
So you would marry him? Probably, but actually, no, maybe I'd probably fuck Danny DeVito. And you'd marry Steve And I'd Buscemi. marry Steve Buscemi because I think knowing that I fucked Danny DeVito, I would never, like, I would love to watch the old Batman movies and being like the penguin. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to say that about myself. Yeah. You know? Oh, God, I love him. He's so great. He's so great. <laughs> and I love how short he is. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay. Any other one good ones? Um, do another one. We'll do, we'll Drop do. Another. Okay. <clears throat> oh god this is a rough one people love to throw this one out there bennett luke p chris randone oh my god <laughs> guys i'm marrying luke p i know you'll marry luke p like he's to me and i know this is controversial seems like the least scary out of all three of them to me and mm-hmm. that's saying a lot yeah obviously Okay, so you marry him. I can, like, work on him. I can change him. Okay, I believe that about you. I can do that. Yeah. The other two, they're too far gone. And I don't have interest. Okay. Um, I would... Wait, but who am I fucking? Oh, I thought you had no interest in even uh, fucking well, or killing either of them. Well, no, I have to. Okay. I have to. Okay, you have to. Okay. Bennett, Chris Randone. Oh, my God. Oh, it hurts my body. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Chris Randone... But I think it's just because Bennett's fresh in my mind right now. Chris Randone, you would him. fuck. You heard it here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really scared of Bennett, though. Yeah, I understand that. I truly do. What about you? After the final appearance in the last <sighs> episode. I'm so scared of if him. If I have bags under my eyes, it's because I still haven't slept oh. in this past week. <laughs> um, okay, I I fuck Luke P. Okay. Because he's muscular. I feel like he could like bench press me while we're having sex. He's like the hottest out of all three of them, sort of objectively speaking, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I guess. Think, maybe uh, Bennett. I don't know. Okay. I marry Bennett because Bennett. Money. For the money. Purely. I, I, I will be with him for long enough to divorce him and then take some sort of cash situation. I feel like he's also not really as smart as he comes off. Inter- I mean, I believe that was on point about his emotional intelligence thing. So I feel like you yeah. would trick him very easily. Yeah, I definitely feel like I could trick him. Like I just play games. Yeah, 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 I could trick him. Trick like, oh, money. darling, Bennett, aren't you so smart? <sighs> Bennett, and always with the I'm furs. I'm just a stupid <laughs> woman compared to you. <laughs> Tell me more about which stocks you invested in recently. Yeah. And I'd be sliding money in. Your self-awareness accounts. is just mind boggling truly yeah moving I'd, money i'd use him i'd use i mean he's in wealth management so he'd know where to put my cash and i'd be moving money around places and then i'd leave him and i'd be like well my stocks have ex- just exploded since being with yeah my and it's easy it's like honey i planned a trip with you and the ceo yeah. of of walgreens to go on a little golfing excursion in bora bora for yes. two weeks have fun and then xoxo and then you know because i actually don't love him yeah. i'm like i'm like i turn even though i even though i really know that he's having sex with all these other people i act like i have no idea yeah. oh no go I, on another trip I, darling and he's like my wife's the best yes and then i end yeah. the relationship no, no 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 even better bitch get this what you hire evan as like some sort of groundskeeper that then you have this torrid affair ongoing affair with yes i hire brendan to come fix the roof (laughs) brendan your husband evan (laughs) brendan (laughs) and that's that i love that i love that for my future and then i off chris yeah obviously yeah 
Um, is this like my favorite episode ever? It's so I think good. maybe this was just we talked about everything like we want to talk about. No. Also, speaking of it being your favorite episode ever, broads for the remainder of the month of December, we mm. will only have bachelor episodes. This is our final for the next couple weeks um, non bachelor episode Bless. because we got two bachelor episodes coming out next week uh, and then the following week, which is the week of Christmas, which we'll have two bachelor. And then that third week, which is the week, just so all, you all know. <laughs> We're going to have to release calendars for everyone. We'll, we'll, like, we'll put legit. a calendar out. We'll put a calendar out so everyone knows when the actual episodes are airing too. Um, but then we will have the final week of December going into the new year. We'll, we're going to be taking our first break. Becca and I are going to have a week off with no episodes. Wow. But the funny thing is, is that I won't even be because Gray and I are now trying to turn out. Is that when you're going to do? Oh, geez. You're never going to have a break. I don't care. I live to work <laughs> and work to live, baby. No, I'm so excited, though, because I can't fucking wait. We're actually starting to record it now. We record it Wednesday. Our first. Wait, have you watched the episode? No, and I can't wait. <laughs> Gray is going to be watching my season of The Bachelor, which he's never done. He's never, never watched any of it. None of it. Doesn't know the drama. Doesn't know the characters, except for the people that he's met in real life, obviously, like Kendall and Cien. And I just, I. What I would give to have the actual video footage of him watching. I'm no, 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 no. I'm going to have a camera on him the whole time. Okay, thank God. I'm going to have a camera on him for Please. reactions. I'll be posting on all over Instagram. Like, Please. I can't wait. This is going to be crazy. It's going to be so bad. Like. Gray is so unhinged sometimes. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be so bad. <laughs> like, oh my God, when he gets on something, like what you were talking about earlier, it's just going to be interesting. That's all. I'm so excited. So, anyway. Well, you'll be working that week. I will be taking <laughs> off. Um, but then we have to start Matt James this season. But anyways, we'll release a calendar, but it's going to be the first week that we won't this is the last week in December that we won't release. But we're having doubles all week, baby. Batch, but batch, we're batch. having doubles. And I mean, I'm sure, all month. I'm sure a lot of you all will be catching up on some of those Bachelor episodes because it's the week of Christmas. And who does this except us? You know what I mean? Yeah. Anywho, with that being said, chat soon. Chat soon, bro. Have a wonderful weekend. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs>